Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Welcome to Long Winded and Gifted. You know what and who it is. Tamia here with my unannounced guest. I don't know what you want to call him. My, my, I don't know, sidekick for now. Say what's up, baby? <laughs> the slow but steady takeover, man. Before y'all know it, it's going to be my show. What's going on, y'all? You keep talking that shit. I ain't, excuse me. Keep talking that, and I ain't seen nothing yet. You keep on having me back as a guest, huh? I guess the people want to hear me. And you keep coming back as a guest. Hey, man. I mean, you ain't yeah. got nowhere else to go, right? The people's order. I could be watching reruns in Game of Thrones right now. So. Yeah, but uh, you're here with me. Mm. Fair exchange, no robbery. I'm saying. Welcome, y'all, man. I I don't know. I just ain't. Can't say that I ain't been feeling it, but I ain't been feeling it. Just been, I don't know, trying to process everything. Like, we um we did an episode. I just was looking at it. That was the 27th and of March. And here we are, April 16th, and how things have changed so much just in that episode i didn't end up posting it because it just kind of time got away and then everything changed so much but i remember us kind of like blowing it off like oh man they just making a big deal out of it which some part of that is still to be true but it was just kind of like we was just blowing it off and hold on hold on hold on hold on when are we gonna talk about something happy like everybody getting their stimulus money <laughs> Come on, man. Oh like, this ain't God. all bad. Come on, y'all. Okay. Man, we out here. We growing from this stuff. Boy. I'm sick of seeing all of the down faces and sad people because they stuck in the house. You get a chance to see how bad your damn kids is. I know me and mine's, man. I'm about done tired of them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a lot more smiling faces, man. You get to learn and grow. People need to quit acting like this is the end of the world, man. God gave us something to smile about. Every time we on here talking about something negative, let's talk about some positive stuff. What? We ain't always talking about no negative. The devil is alive. Man, the hell with this COVID. Let's talk about this uh, takeover I was just talking about. Man, listen. How this is my show now. Any. Yeah, these is my listeners. These okay. is my people. You can, okay. Yeah. Cool. You see what the people want. All that. But all go that. ahead. I had to get that out, man. Y'all quit acting like this the end of the world and that it ain't no reason to smile, man. God woke you up for another day. Put a smile on your face, them uh them boots and your hard hat and go to work, man. At, well, absolutely. But work. Who wanna work? Man, spiritual work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, character work. All of the things that you need to build on to be a better person. So when you go back and you got to deal with that annoying ass boss, they don't irritate you to the core. You know how to shake that. Facts. Get closer to God. Do some things more constructive. Start that business. I posted the other day. Start that business you've been wanting to start. Write that book you've been wanting to write. You write and to some degree that we don't. We can talk about the quarantine because that's the talk. Quarantine talk right now. That's what's happening. That's what's going on in the world but we can switch the narrative and and make it into a positive situation so with that being said yeah like i think this is definitely a period of time where um greatness can be birthed like we have nothing but time and really 
um, to some degree, solitude to really think about what it is that's happening and what we can do better and how we can be better. Um, you know, that's just kind of been what we've been doing at this point, right? Like, I mean, speaking of money and <laughs> and stimuluses that I know nothing about, um, <laughs> um, I... I feel like it's money to be made out here. It's absolutely money to be made. Like there's an opportunity to make money in whatever way that is. I mean, I personally am not all into the whole face mask uh, bandwagon that everybody been doing to make money, but it's definitely a buyer's market right now, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it's a buyer's market, you know, but at the same time, I just think, you know, if if you haven't gotten ahead of the curve, you're gonna you're gonna end up investing on something. Like, so far as the face mask thing, to where it just it's gonna play out real fast because before you know it, we're gonna be let back outdoors, and people still gonna wear the mask a little bit, but it's gonna phase out pretty fast. And then you got all of this inventory. Then what if you don't put it to use? Yeah, it's kind of sort of. Because um, I just seen an article, I don't remember what it was reading on, but they're saying that, you know, the flu season comes back around. And being that uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, mimics the flu, then there's that sort of fear again because we don't have sort of that herd uh, thing that happens where you're vaccinated or immune to it. We still haven't figured that part out yet by and I'm wrecking by the flu season and then I know for me when we get ready to go out like <laughs> it's there's still that idea because we've all been quarantined that we're not immune to it nor do we have the vaccination for it. I give it a month of us being outside the mask is gonna be long forgot about man ain't nobody gonna be in no two-piece bikinis with no damn mask <laughs> on because everybody and their mama is gonna be at the beach man somebody gonna want to be somewhere imagine showing up and you seeing a girl in a skin tight dress in the club line with a mask on <laughs> get out of here man that that's, ain't happening. that's true like so this goes away just like everything else how long is it taking when we let out <laughs> when we let out like we on lockdown that's what that is they put money on your books with that stimulus i haven't seen that somewhere too they put money on well your books. keep on putting money on my books <laughs> because commissary get low man and yeah. we need it you know by nature i'm a hustler man so i'm gonna provide by my family uh by any means by almost any means mm. but <laughs> by almost any means but man the lord has been good to me and mine man i i pray it's been good to y'all's as well but it's it's a lot of different ventures that we could all get into, um, you know, and it's a lot of things that doesn't require your money up front and personal. You know, I've been looking into crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the way to go if you plan on opening up something uh, in the near future, because personal loans is get, it's going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. Everybody is going to be looking to get a personal loan and uh, entrance rates are going to be through the roof. I believe banks are going to be a lot more aggressive with the money that you uh, have in there because they don't operate with their own. So you got to do crowdfunding and have your own backing and support those that support you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, I think that's a great, great source. I know, too, um, something else I've been looking into for a long time is 
drop shipping. I think it's a quick dollar. Quick, not even a quick dollar. I don't want to say that. Um, nothing, nothing good comes from something quick. <laughs> something quick. Um, but it's a it's a nice option. You know, it's just it's really a time to get them wheels turning. If if not now, if not before, then now. Seriously, it's it's nothing. Time and clearly the world is not waiting for nobody. It is happening and. You either gonna be on the right side of this thing or not, because not everybody's getting those stimulus checks. Uh, I mean, not every, and not that it. I, I hate to sort of be so spoiled and so blessed that we say twelve hundred dollars that ain't nothing, right? It's something for somebody and somebody that needed. Um, that's a lot, and not a lot of people got those stimuluses, so that's. That's heavy, you know, because then what do you do? What do you do when you're not getting a stimulus? You can't go to work. Um, that sounds very frightening to me. Like, you know, I think you you brought up a good point with the drop shipping, um, which brings me to Jeff Bezos. If everybody doesn't know who that is, that's the owner and CEO of Amazon. Man, this is the world's richest man. And it's for a reason. You don't become that prominent in wealth and uh not have some tricks up your sleeve. If you look at what he's done, he's pretty much cornered the market. Now, the thing I just spoke with uh, one of my customers about drop shipping and the reason that he stopped doing it through Amazon per se was mm -hmm. because he's cornered the market. If you're not going directly through them, you cannot do it through Amazon. And Amazon is the number one, number one uh, place of business. Ain't no telling for how long now. So, you know, if you sell anything in a park, he won't end. And I admire it. And I, I'm pretty sure it's come with some cutthroat ways. But at the same time, it takes that kind of ambition and drive along uh, the aggressiveness that he has to show everybody this is what it takes to be the world's richest man. But I do, I like drop shipping. It's just, it's a lot of fine print in there. But all in all, you know, I like your idea of being ambitious and starting something that will generate a revenue. And everybody needs to know that it doesn't take a career number mm -hmm. for you to get it going. It can even be a second uh, income into the house. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something small, a few hundred dollars a week will get you going and it'll make a difference in bills, man. Yeah, because the bills don't stop. I don't care what they're talking. Um, I feel fortunate that we've still been able to pay our bills and not miss a beat despite what's going on, despite um, your career choice that, you know, um, could be, yeah, you know, given everything. So I think that, um, to touch on the drop shipping, you just got to do your research with everything, like with everything, you know, like it, it, I've heard that, yeah, Amazon is the way that it works through drop shipping with Amazon is not the most ideal situation. So there's some other companies that I've come across that seem to be more um, lucrative and more, um, I guess, um, appealing to the, to the seller. But, you know, it's just like with everything else, you just got to do your research and determine what is the best course of action. But I definitely think that it is the time. The time is now. Time waits for no one. I've been saying for the longest, Amazon never knew that it was going to be to this level. But when I would go into Walmart and or Target or wherever I would go and the customer service would be so low, it's like, do y'all realize that Amazon is taking over? You can literally, like, what really blew my mind 
was when we ordered a tire from Amazon, a whole tire from Amazon. You can literally go and get almost anything, and especially now on Amazon. And y'all, y'all in here with the long faces, like we can't just get Amazon and get it in two days, like. I just got another baby off of Amazon. Shut man. up. You can, you can get anything on there, man. That's why Amazon is, is running everything, man. Jeff Bezos, um, once again, a touch on him, man. Him and his wife, unfortunately, got a divorce. Mm. And this man gave, or excuse me, the court ordered him to give his ex, his now ex-wife so much money. I mean, in the billions. Really? And yet, and again, he is still the world's richest man. Wow. Everybody check his net worth. This is not by a stroke of luck or anything, man. This man's marketing, his his products, um, his reputation. If you look at when you buy things from Amazon, man, if anything is wrong with it, they will send you another one immediately. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. No question They're not tripping because they know it's going to be thousands and thousands of other customers with no problems so they want to make sure you continue to come back and i don't know much of anybody that don't have a prime account Mm -hmm. so or like netflix you know you don't have one you know somebody who got one uh, and can use it and get it get it get it done like i didn't i didn't know that though about him and his wife and man money make people do crazy things um which brings me to what I was, you know, going to segue into anyway, like relationships, relationships during this time. Um, and I mean, I'm talking about all facets of relationships. I mean, of course, when I say relationships, I'm clearly initially talking about marital relationships. But what about, you know, kids and parenting and oh, Lord, spirits, me. you know, what are you doing that bad? Yeah, that little one. He done met his match with that little one. That little one is the ringleader, the head honcho. <laughs> the... <laughs> he giving you a run for your money. Mm. So I, I guess you're not holding up too well mm. with these kids, huh? Yeah, they all right, man. I just got up going. Matter of fact, I'm going to get on Amazon again. Thank you, Jeff. I got to <laughs> order a, a, a Sam's Club value pack of Benadryl for all of them. <laughs> I'm going to dope they butt up all day long, man, until the quarantine is over. And that way they ain't got to worry about being sick, no sniffing, no coughing, no none of that. Boy. They'll be doped up real good. Oh, Lord. Sleeping. See, you knew to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, by happenstance or by blessings, the wonderful part is I've spent a lot more time, of course, as the mother and the nurturer and and him being the provider, I spent a lot more of the time with the kids that I've earned a level of patience that <laughs> he hasn't had yet. Um, and don't get me wrong, I I still have my moments, but you must admit it is a lot better than it used to be. You I used to be Queen Yeller. Yeah, you're a lot better. You're a lot better, but boy, these kids know how to do a number on you. I come back home from working out, man. It's Teddy Graham packs on the couch, scooters in the living room. It's, man, it might be uh, a whole bedroom set in the dining room by the time I come home. I've only been going an hour and a half when it all this happened. So don't let her, do not let her fool y'all, man. It's happening because she letting it happen. Well, I mean, listen, listen, these kids are home. They are going probably just as stir crazy as we are. 
And, you know, I, I just told mom this earlier, like, it's one thing to not decide to go anywhere, but it's another thing when you actually can't even go anywhere. So we understand that. We can kind of sort of manage ourselves. And these children are having to deal with the fact that they can't go back to school. They can't be socializing with their friends. And if we're talking about the two younger ones, I don't think that is really affecting them in that sense. But, you know, she want to play and want to have her toys and want to have things. And here you come in. Yeah, from your hour and a half workout, you come in. What's this on the floor? What's that? But that's just a part of it. I see. I'm not going to let her fool y'all. Not one (laughs) bit, y'all. You know, you got to be honest to the people. I came home. Oh, God. And she had 19 <laughs> toys next to the garbage for me to take to the garbage because she told my youngest daughter that she was throwing all of her toys away. <laughs> but did I not tell her that I was going to do that? Absolutely. See, now that's... A, okay, so now we got to just touch on this thing. We got to touch on this thing. Conscious discipline works. So... <laughs> Yeah, right. Yes, it does. It works. So I don't have to yell, fuss, and do none of that half the time. And I told her that was a part of the conversation that we had in terms of her making great choices. And she had two choices and two positive choices on what she how she wanted to do that. And so that's how the cards sway because now, you know, I ain't got to yell, but I kind of hold weight. So she uh. want to talk about conscious <laughs> discipline. My son is two and he can already distinguish the difference between me and her and how to act when he's upset and not with her. Like the way he acts with me versus her, he already know. And he can't do nothing but be honest and true to his personality. So when he see her, he acts away. And when he see me, he act away. Conscious because I'm discipline. the nurturer. Whoever don't believe in that, you can call in at one eight 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 W H I P A Z Z. That's all you got. Call in and leave your comments at one eight 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 Whip Ass. I promise you, we'll we'll get back to every message you leave. We got it. It is not, man. Listen, we. We grew up to be perfectly fine. We all right. What? You can honestly say that. You can honestly say that you grew up to be emotionally perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm good as gold, baby. Oh, boy. So, I, boy. I, listen, I didn't, the devil get, is a lie. I didn't get whippings a lot growing up because I knew how to learn from my mistakes. And I knew how to fly under the radar, man. It was a few things that I bumped my head on, and and but I wasn't the... Uh, repeat offender, if you may. I wasn't that kind of dude, but I watched all my all my partners and all my family, all of them. I used to watch them get just mauled with a belt, and I understood it because listen, you got consequences and you got rewards. But who says that it has to be consequences to oh, to so- discipline? Why do we have to come into this idea that okay, I'm a whoop you to gain compliance i don't feel like you have to do that now there don't get me wrong i'm still a work in progress so i will definitely pull up and whoop some ass for what why because sometimes yes sometimes it does but it's a work in progress but oh so so really you trying to remove the belt from life all the way around 
Yes. What God say? Spare the rod. Oh, I knew you was gonna say that. Let say? me let let no. Let me let me What's let that? me let me check you on that. Mm -hmm. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Correct. Now, when they was looking for, was it David when he was out in the field, or one of them when he was out in the field shepherding, shepherding <laughs> the, <laughs> the herd when they was looking for the kings, mm -hmm. and he, they went through the six brothers or whatever. Mm -hmm. Was that David? Yeah, that was David. So he out there, and he is. Is spare the rod, spoil the child comes from the idea of shepherds, right? Mm -hmm. Did they ever strike the cattle or whatever with the rod? No. No. They no. They, they guided them uh -huh. to guide they use it to guide them. They exactly. never used with, it to, with, with a motion from left to right. You know what? To the cattle. That's what you do. I don't mean to call my children cattle, but I'm going to take that rod, a.k.a. the Italian Gucci leather that I have hanging up in my closet, the, and I'm going to go from left to right, and I'm going to guide them in the right no. way. Yeah, God, but you don't have to strike them to guide so them. So let me ask you And something. I forgot, and, and I don't want to take no credit for somebody else's work. That was somebody else that worked that I read in terms of they never struck them with the rod they mm -hmm. guided them and i think that is absolutely true you don't have to be uh physical yeah. to guide but they also shaved them and made car seats you know what <laughs> so we ain't talking about that but you tell me conscious discipline how is that working for a two-year-old son i think it's working oh. i think it's working because you haven't tried it when i when he say when he does his little angry uh, fit. Oh, right. Mentioned y'all that this is our first child out of four that has had this angry fit thing <laughs> with only her. He don't do it with me. He tells her, he gives her a hand motion to stop. But when he did it with me earlier, he did it super gentle because he knew who he was talking to. Because he, he know I will light fire into that but behind. But see, that's fear. That's that ain't fear. fear. That's you... recognition that I am the head and and he ain't. We know that. He can look up to you and see that you're the biggest nah, thing around here. Nah, nah. Because to, to him right now, you way bigger than him. But he look at you and he said, oh, yeah, this lady, she's a pushover. But but now can, can you give credit where credit is due? When he had those moments and I say, you seem upset, Seven. You seem oh. upset. I hear your words. <laughs> do y'all hear this? I hear, I your, hear your words. words. You, you wanted to do this and do that. Tell me he don't change. Has Tell he me, he, has he continued to do you like that? Yes, because do, that's okay. Him? Now, can we wait? Let's enter this caveat to this thing. <laughs> this he's two, and he's really not verbal. He doesn't have a lot of words, so he has to express himself through his emotions, through some of the sign language motions that he knows, like the stop that he was talking about earlier. So he's not very verbal, and so he is communicating the best way that he can. And so who am I when I don't when he can't verbally tell me I'm just upset or mm -hmm. that I feel sad by what you're doing to me or what you're saying to me? Who am I to then tell him to stop doing that? And that's his form of communication. What I'm saying to you is, okay, we're talking about a respect level, right? A boy at two? Absolutely. The okay. devil okay. is a lie. So if respect ain't involved or an understanding, it don't come from fear. Because when he see me, he happy to see me at all times. He run to me, he love talking to me on the phone, all of that. So Absolutely. it ain't about fear, it's about respect. So I say to you in return, when you call him, does he come to you? <laughs> no, you. he doesn't. Does he always come to you? No. 
He does not. And then what and do you have to do? In true two-year-old form. Right. So what's Earlier, the point you're making? Stop me when I'm lying. Earlier, you called him six times. <laughs> I said seven. Come here. And did he, he not? did not come. Oh, you going to lie to the people? I'm not lying to the people. He did not come right away. And then you had to go. This Now, let's, let's, you want to be putting stuff out there. Do you not be like, set? you stop. Exactly. And what and does me, that do? That so, makes them come a, out of fear. No, because he thinks I'm coming his way because. And he, then what? When he comes your way? Get your butt over here. That ain't no fear. If my son feared me, he wouldn't want to be around me. Don't do that. Mm. You, you can, man, don't let her lie to y'all. I ain't lying. I'm telling uh-uh. the truth and shaming the devil with what you talking about over there right now. So needless to say, I don't think he's doing very well with being at No, he's doing pretty good. He's doing good, but I don't think you're not, like I said, you're new to this. I'm true to this. You're not quite ready. Um... <laughs> That just made Lift me so the quarantine. <laughs> Lift the quarantine. That's all we're going to say. And Let then, these kids go play in traffic, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to be calling him like, oh, my God. Like, you know, they, they driving me crazy. How do you feel like, you know, again, on the, the topic of relationships, we got the kids out the way. You, you know, got that out the way. How we doing? Next topic. You know what? <laughs> That's all right. You can go ahead and lie to the people. I know I'm you just here so I won't get fined. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, listen, man. Keep the peace. <laughs> Keep the peace mm-hmm. in your household. Mm-hmm. Listen, now, on, 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 on some real, y'all find a way to communicate, man, and get on one level. You know, um, it's a lot of things going on right now, and you're going to need your your partner. You're going to need your, 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 your rock, man. You're going to need your husband or your wife, uh, whether you're female or male, I'm not sure, all of the listeners. But you're going to need somebody significant to really hold you down in these trying times because I think the biggest thing that's happening to everybody is it's the mental health right now. Mm-hmm. You got to have some real mental health. And everybody's kind of going stir crazy. It's not easy being around the same people. 24 hours a day, mm. seven days a week. Oh, Lord, help me. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to need you to, to cut it out. <laughs> you, you over here lying, talking about lying to the people. You need to cut it out. But truthfully, y'all, like mental health, man. So be a pleasure. Put some, put a smile on somebody's face tomorrow. If, if everybody made that a goal, man, the world would be a better place. I know at times that sound corny, but. When the last time that you've done something for somebody without looking for something in return? Mm. Imagine if you was in the grocery line and let's say fancy you was buying some deodorant, lotion, mouthwash, and toothpaste. And the person behind you slid you 25 bucks to pay for it mm. and just said, you know, they just wanted to do that for you to have a good day. Imagine mm. the way that you could help people and the things that they could be going through that you would never know. By just simply putting a smile on their face. People need that. There's people out here contemplating suicide every day. Mm. So you need your significant other. And um, I'm happy that me and my wife are gaining ground, you know, and and making uphill progress on some of the things. It gets real hard at times because I'm not her and she's not me. But it's it's still been an overall joy for us to grow closer during this uh this whole epidemic, if you want to call it that. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I think that is true, that we just never know, you know, the words say, right? You never know when you're entertaining angels. And even prior to this, this was something that we really, and it's not to boast or brag or whatever, but it's something that we've always done. Like, you know, um, we don't worry about if we give in money to the homeless alcoholic. That's not our concern. Like, our concern is that it our, our heart was moved, and so we did it. And so... A lot of this, really, especially with everybody uh, adopting sort of this scarcity mentality, especially in the beginning, um, that scarcity mentality with the toilet paper and the the Lysol and the wipes is bringing out the ugly in people and causing people to move in a way that if that was the only encounter that we had with that person, that's what we left with. And so I think that's definitely a good point that we just have to be kind to each other and yeah I mean I'm gonna speak for myself I think it's been going really great considering you know like I think there's this idea to some degree you get married right and a lot of people just push through this they just get married they have their children and they so caught up with work and the children and they never think about when the kids you don't have the stuff to do with the kids you don't have work or whatever the case we left with each other and um, one thing that I can kind of say is that you've always been the type to kind of like really push that in this relationship that we cultivate us, that we work on us, that if we not right, the kids ain't right anyway. And really, we've always kind of put time into this. Um, it's just, it's refreshing to me that given the opportunity for us to be around each other, like you said, 24 hours a day, um, most of these days that we're doing as well as we are, I must considering, considering how 2019 did us like that. I'm going to put you on the spot, baby, but, um, I can't wait to get to that testimony. There is something in that story for us that we got to tell somebody. It just ain't came together yet, but it's definitely something in the works in terms of, uh, yeah, a three part series on that thing, because, the way 2019 did us, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, it was a heavy one. We we ain't even supposed to be here having the kind of conversation that we having, but God. And so we to be able to still genuinely, and let's just add that part in there too, genuinely after 16 years to really, well, almost 16, somewhere in there. <laughs> we lose the count. <laughs> um, to genuinely enjoy each other. In the midst of a crisis, in the midst of where finances should be, you know, a, a a problem. And that's where the most of this happens too. Miscommunication and finances is probably the top things. And I, I don't know. I'm not speaking statistics. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that is the top concerns between couples. And we ain't having none of that. We real deal. And I always say too, you do your work in the beginning. And what happens on a Friday night after work? You're going to have fun. It's happy hour. So we done did all the work and all the hard stuff. And don't get me wrong. We still have to work to cultivate it. But this fun right now. Like every, it's, it's the Friday night, Saturday night, birthday weekend turn up for us, part of our relationship. And um, I'm happy to say that considering, considering, like I said, what, what 2019 did, did to us. I'm, I'm happy that we're in this place. So I ask you though, like what, what do you feel like is working for us? What can we tell somebody that, um, 
who ain't used to being around each other 24 hours a day, who ain't used to cultivating that part of their relationship, what could you give them? What could you say to them to help them make it through this? Um, Extinguish pride. Mm. You know, you really got to put that, that flame of pride out. It's real heavy and tough when you give someone a piece of you and being vulnerable and you know in the back of your mind that this person is human and very capable of maybe doing you wrong or mistreating it or taking that bit that you've given them and using it as a tool of power. You know, everybody's not good with power. And giving a person a piece of you is giving them power. And not over you. It's not giving them power over you. It's just giving them a piece of you, which includes power. Um, We all have to remember that the author of love is God. So with that being said, please don't confuse um, the characteristics of love as love. For you to love, it, it comes with a multitude of things. It's a lot of things that you have to do to completely love somebody. Agape is the ultimate journey, which is the ultimate love. It's complete love. That's, <clears throat> excuse me. That's what you have to completely shoot for. You know, um, me and my wife, we we work daily towards the things that we want to become individually. And in the end, together, we want to be that unit to where we both bring attributes to our relationship that supports our foundation of God, you know? So my main thing has just been, all right, God, what is it that you asking of me? What is it that I can do to contribute to this world, to my children, but most importantly, to my marriage outside of you? So that's the thing, man. You really got to tap into what God wants because you'll be on this lifelong journey and God is saying that that ain't for you. Mm-hmm. So being that it ain't for you, you, you done drove uh, two hours down Highway 5 on the way to L.A. when you supposed to be headed towards Oregon. So now your trip just got that much longer. So my my advice to those is to rely on God for what you're supposed to do. You can never go to God too much. Mm-hmm. He, he, he will never get tired of you turning. And I don't want to sound like no preacher. I can only give you my testimony. You know, my life has completely changed since I've learned to rely on God. I've always known him, but I really haven't relied on him. Now I'm relying on God and I'm making him stand on his word, which is what he loved. So, you know, to to recap what I was saying, man, you really got to be uh, out of your own way and be vulnerable enough to extinguish your pride because it's real heavy. And I know, especially for men, speaking for myself and all of the real men out there, um, it's very hard because when you give, and I know this may, you know, ruffle a few feathers, but women don't per se belong in a position of power, mm-hmm. meaning overall power. So it's, it's a very tricky situation to give a woman power and you pray that she does the right thing with it, Mm. which is the key to why you must have a foundation set on God between you and your wife. Mm. 
because. Ooh, yeah, I know that's heavy. That's heavy. You know, it's a situation where a woman has her attributes and so does a man. And those things play on each other. But power. Now, I'm not saying that a woman is powerless. She's not supposed to be powerful. Not so, in the union of marriage and not in the household. Correct. I think that, and I think um, our pastor and first lady touched on this on their, uh, like their Bible study this week of, so we kind of always, well, not always, but like more recently, just trusting that you are better with money. I'm not, <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. not. And so what she was saying was that, you know, he makes the money he's the head of the household i manage the money better and i can put it into play but nothing happens to this money without him saying okay you get what i'm saying and so often especially in this generation that just irritates me to some degree um this whole like oh I'm this, I'm that, this, that, and the third and that's how we operate that we try to yeah we try to out I'll match y'all to some degree. We poke our chest out too. Like, well, I can do it. And we, we know that we can do it. But I think there is a, a fine line that as women, we come into it totally wrong into a marriage trying to have that same mindset. We really have to be submissive. But let we me, do. let me, let me also add this. And I know, you know, we kind of flowing all over the place. Y'all It's just really, yeah. you know, genuine conversation that we having. But I believe that comes in a man's, point of view as well is 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 not to blame fault or point fingers but the same way that a lot of women uh poked out their chest and you know took the assertive or quote-unquote masculine role in relationships or just in society a lot of the times it was because they had to mm. whether it being absentee fathers because they just were lazy and didn't want to step up to the plate. Mm. Um, the 1980s and 90s drug factor into it. Mm. Um, the, you know, the systemic jail system. A lot of things were in place to where the man, and I'm just going to go a step further and say the black man wasn't supposed to be in home. Mm. It was not often in, in my me growing up in the projects in San Francisco, I probably had two friends out of everybody in my projects that mm-hmm. had their fathers present in their life. Wow. It was, it was a rare commodity. It was taboo to have your father around. Your father was either supposed to be on dope. He was supposed to be in jail or he was supposed to be dead mm-hmm. or just didn't care. So, you know, a lot of the times with these women now is because their mothers told them, you don't need a man for nothing. You don't mm-hmm. need a man for nothing because that's what they were dealing with. Uh-huh. When, if we look in the Bible, that's not the way that it goes. Right. Both, both play on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, women are just as powerful in the sense of the things that they're supposed to bring to the table as man, but men are supposed to carry those things out and be the forefront of his household. Mm-hmm. So when that, when that has become error, I believe that's where you get this gender fluidity and a lot more confused uh, people in culture nowadays mm-hmm. to where you see nothing against it, but you see a lot of transsexuals and you see a lot of people who are, uh, even if they don't go completely to the left or to the right, it's a lot more quote unquote gender fluidity. Right. Mm-hmm. That comes from it not being a stable 
model in home, I believe. Right. You know, not seeing that in, in culture. So you didn't really see that going on early on because of those things. Mm-hmm. We were products of what the parents that we had, they were raised in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. where, <laughs> let's just be real, you didn't really see no man walking around in no dress or no woman with her sleeves rolled up in a, mm-hmm. a mohawk. You may have back then, but it was taboo, you know? So it all, it's a trickle down effect. And I believe every person should have a right to do what they do. But as far as me and my house, man, we, we going to live by the word and that's just is what it is, you know? Straight up, straight up. Like that. I mean, I think that's just well said. It is truly well said. And again, that disclaimer, it's nothing against that lifestyle, but the reality is, um, Times have changed due to the sort of, yeah, the absence of that. I mean, when you think about it, left or right, right? You have the left that is just overly perpetuating women, right? Because we normal women don't don't behave that way. And then you go to the right and you have over perpetuating men. All men ain't run around tough and with their sleeves rolled up yeah. and the the you know the, it, it it that's not what it looks like and then to some degree that's because the lack of seeing it because by really we learn most of the time by what we see that's why and I it, again it's not to to boast or brag but it's just a testament of how they we learn off what we see so like you said our youngest he see you he see this man of authority the respect and so to some degree that's what he's going to come up under he's going to come up under that tutelage even though he has peer pressure and all that stuff around him he will see what a man looks like and 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 even now right at two years old he when we says when we say it's time to pray he knows that it's time to take reverence for something. Now, whether or not he knows it's truly God at this point, he we don't know that. But he knows that when it's time to pray, he bows his head based on what he saw. So, yeah, I just think that this world is just, it has so much going on. But, yeah, to sort of bring it back around town, right, I think that pride factor is definitely, um, it's going to be to make or break. It's going to be to make a break. It's really about having to get out of your way. You're just going to have to get out of your way because ultimately that's really what be holding us back most of the time anyway, ourselves. It don't be everybody or everything. It just be ourselves holding ourselves back. And I'm going to give this last note on the whole extinguishing of pride. Um, I'll say to the men that's listening, and you know what, even the women that have uh, that, that strong wall in front of them, you got to face your fears. Um, the thing about extinguishing pride is the vulnerability and giving that person that you are giving a piece of you that power. You don't know, like I said, if that power is going to go to their head or they're going to abuse it or they're going to take your kindness for a weakness. Once you give it to them, it's out of your control. It's like being on an airplane uh, up over the ocean. It just is what it is. Yeah. So you got to face that fear. If you really want to obtain true love in a, in a lengthy marriage, you have to continue to practice a certain amount of things. But one of which I believe is extinguishing pride. Yeah. And, and the word of God, truly, truly, Correct. truly, truly the word of God Hallelujah. and individually coming to God 
And I really, really can't even stress enough five love languages. I really feel like was a turning point to some degree of understanding each other. Like we learn to understand each other based on what we need. Like, you know that I'm a, a, I love a certain way and I know you love a certain way. And so that kind of helps navigate how we operate. And I think oftentimes we are saying the exact same thing. He's speaking Spanish. I'm speaking French saying the exact same thing, but because there's a language barrier, we like, why don't you understand? Why don't you understand what I'm saying? And you like, cause I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> so I think that's just, man, it's just so many levels to it. And, and you'll learn, but you got to be willing to learn. You got to be open to learn. You got to really, yeah, really got to just put some stuff to the side, really put some stuff to the side and decide. Um, and I learned this from, I think it was Tony Evans, the pastor or whatever. Um, is it really worth the battle? Is it really worth the battle in the end? When you go back and you look back and say, damn, I spent time on that or I spent time doing this or I spent time. And, and, and like I always say, I'm talking to myself, right? <laughs> because I'm always a work in progress. I'm always speaking really about true to hard things because it took a long time for me to get to this point. It took a long time for me to be like, I'm not, man, I'm not doing that. But Finally, I finally arrived there, I reckon. <laughs> See, y'all, we was about to talk about the same redundant COVID stuff <laughs> and all of the mortalities and all of that drag tail stuff, man. And we ended up giving y'all some free game. Free Next game. episode, y'all going to have to pay for it. Right? We're charging about an hour. We're charging about an hour. I do want to leave with this. Two things I want to leave with. Um, What are you doing first when we come out this quarantine? First thing you're doing? Going to the club. Oh, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm going to work, man. <laughs> I'm opening up my curtains, that front door, man, and I'm welcoming all kind of people. And I think I'm gonna give, I think I'm gonna give away one haircut a day for a whole month. Mm. Uh, man, I'm gonna give back to the people a little bit. It may not be much, but it's something. Right. So I'm gonna do something once again where the Lord can be proud, mm. and I can feel good about helping other people, man. Like I said, placing smiles. And uh, another thing I want to do is my youngest daughter has been talking about going <laughs> to the hotel. She wants to go to a hotel. She loves hotels. So I want to get us a nice suite when all of this uh, mm. releases and hopefully it's hot out so we can get in the pool and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah those are my two things I want to do. Yeah, that is going to be so nice. That girl been talking about hotels like she just well travel. Yeah. travel. Like, I mean, well, and for her age, she pretty, yeah, she kind of is, is for what she can remember. Yeah. Um, what about you? Whew, if you ain't know by now, uh, I'm going to the nail shop uh, first thing when they open. I ain't worried about my hair. I ain't worried because I can get through that. But these uh, hands and Thank feet. you for the reminder. Got to get on Amazon again oh, for some new sheets. <laughs> she done tore up four sets this, you know uh, this week. All do the long toenails. The so, devil is alive. Lord help me. Now they long. I can't lie. I can't go get them done. But and one thing too, yeah, this stuff is really helping you learn how to be dependent on yourself. But I ain't tearing up no sheets. I'm hate you a hater. <laughs> What's wrong with you now? <laughs> what else you got besides the nail salon? 
That's it. That's the only thing on my That's all you want to do, huh? Is go to the nail salon. Well, we're going to leave you here when it's time to go to the suite. Then. Well, no, 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 no. I want to do what my baby want to do. And, you know, it's crazy, too, because we've celebrated now three birthdays in this quarantine. In the quarantine, yeah. So, I definitely am. Save me some money, boy, you know, I tell well, you. Ooh, you ain't lying. Man. You ain't lying. We usually spend a lot of money in April. <sighs> and... We ain't had to do that. Yep, we've been playing so. Duck, Duck, Goose for the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Heads up, seven up <laughs> at the birthday party. A party of six. <laughs> right. Man, for real, for real, for real, for real. So, I mean, I, hey, I'm sorry. Call me superficial. Call me uh, nine in depth thinking. But I'm going to the nail shop. That's my heart's desires when I can that's what i want to do and take my baby to the hotel hotel melter so you know i have one more question but you know let's just let's just wrap this thing up it's been real it's been good Woo. thank and- y'all for attending the mr dylan show it's been a pleasure having y'all back with me uh with my <laughs> special guest tamia it's been a pleasure you know um I want to thank y'all. I want to leave y'all with this, man. Like I said, and I'm going to continue to say, every day try to make at least one person smile, man. Mm, They need it very much so. You need it. Mm. And trust me, it's nothing like putting a smile on someone's face because then they become addictive to you. Mm. So when you make somebody smile, it feels good to you and you want to do it more and more. So, yeah. Thank y'all for attending my show for another episode, man. I will see y'all soon. Maybe my guests will return and we'll go from there. Show world, baby. I'm just saying it. <laughs> Be easy. <laughs>